Radio on the set. This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. He was a giant, and he was a cowboy. Now these two former rivals have joined forces to bring you the most insightful, perceptive, and controversial sports talk podcast in America. Former Dallas Cowboys defensive end Jim Jeffcoat locks horns with former New York Giants wide receiver Byron Williams. And now, here's Byron Williams and Jim Jeffcoat. Good evening, Byron. It's hump day. What's going on, Jim? Uh, not too much. I woke up this morning and I chose violence. So What? You chose what? I chose violence. Why, why was that? Every morning you wake up and you choose violence or you choose peace. I chose violence this morning. I chose running. <laughs> I hit the ground running because I ain't stopped yet. Oh, I've been doing all day. <laughs> I ran today. I ran three miles today in 102 degree weather. Round the track. I got up and ran. I probably I did with my elliptical and running on the treadmill. I yeah. probably about three and a half miles. Okay. Then, then I do my lifting. You know, you don't get these guns by uh, you know just sitting. Well, there. I, I will stand up and show you that I'm, I'm losing weight in my waistline, so I'm going to get new pants. Yeah. Yeah. You just wanted to get some new pants. <laughs> that's all you wanted to do. Oh. Excuse. Well, that's good that you're working out. You look good. You look good. I always look good. I got my head nice and looked. It's a little shiny. I got to maybe put a little. Do you put, do you put spit on? The old people used to say you spit shine your head. No, I don't spit shine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's talk about the news. What's up? What's going on? Trey Lance. Yeah. He was not at practice today. Uh, they named Sam Darnold the number second. Uh, the second quarterback. Yeah. And obviously, Brock Purdy will be number one. That's well, he's no problem with it. Everybody's criticizing Trey Lance. Trey Lance didn't ask to be drafted number three. No, he didn't. I was just talking about the scouting department, you know, yeah, you, know, you, draft, you draft players based off what you what you how you evaluate them, exactly, and, and what they have shown you. But you know, it was, it was a question mark with that draft, with that pick in the first place. Yeah, yeah, and they traded, I think, three draft picks to get up there to get them. Right, uh, but you can look around and and see, and also welcome to the Zodiac viewers. But you can also see with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was a guy that yeah. was drafted high. And he had won the obviously helped him get to the Super Bowl and they won it, but he didn't win the Super Bowl for him. No, he he yeah, he, he had some injuries and and of course he um he didn't win that Super Bowl, but he was on the team. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing I'm saying. Well, Trey Lance is in a difficult situation. Yeah. And he probably should have stayed in college one more year. I think so too. I think he needed another year of college and um uh, and then you know it would have been would have been fine, but you know, sometimes you know guys want to want to go ahead and get that opportunity and and try to make that money while they can. So, yeah, I, 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 I can see yeah, that. I'm not too. sure. I think he came out as a sophomore, a redshirt sophomore. 
Yeah, he was a red shirt. Yeah. The reason I say that is, is because there is a documentary on Netflix about Johnny Manziel. Mm -hmm. Johnny Manziel came out as a sophomore. Right. Her sophomore, and it didn't pan out well for him. There were other reasons, obviously, that um, he didn't study, he didn't take the game as serious. Right. As, um, right. And, you know, sometimes that happens. There's been, and out of um, bus, the quarterback position, there have been more busts than any other position. Absolutely. Me. Especially when they go first round. If they, if they don't, that's why, you know, you see Aaron Rodgers and some other guys who didn't quite play their first and second year in the league. And well, I don't think Aaron Rodgers played for five years. Yeah, three. I was going to say at least four years, I think. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Love didn't play, what, for three years. Good morning, Rick. I mean, good morning. Good evening, Rick. I'm, How you doing, Rick? What's up, Rick? Yeah. Rick keeps, the, you know, Jack from bothering me on our show on Sunday. So I oh, appreciate man. that, Rick. <laughs> But that's the thing you got to look at. Jordan Love is having a lot of success, but he did also play behind Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. And Aaron Rodgers played behind who? Brett Favre. Absolutely. So having a Hall of Fame-type quarterback helps you. Who did uh, Trey Lance play? Jimmy G. And that's he really didn't have too many people to play behind. They, they, they put, kind of stuck him in the fire. You know, once yeah. he got there, so yeah, he did. But so. but my point is, I, I think that's a good that's a good point. You know, ain't every quarterback is not quite ready to uh, to play in the National Football League their first their, their rookie year. You know, we we got Richardson, Anthony Richardson, probably be playing. You know, be starting this year. It, they throwing him in the fire. Yeah. and that's difficult for him. And yes. Jack did get uh, tested this week, uh, Rick. Um, you know, and then can you believe Rick? They muted me. They muted me. You were saying some, you must have been saying some stuff that wasn't. I never say anything, but they muted me. I couldn't believe it. You know, there was a big protest. People were protesting outside. The Who protested? Ain't nobody called. Yeah, they were protesting that uh, free Jim Jeffcoat. They had signs <laughs> on. <the record>. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me, I'm going to bring some handcuffs over here. <laughs> but, um, no, um, each player is different. Because um, yeah. if you look at KB on Thibodeau, they're talking about Hutchinson from Detroit and what kind of year he had. Yeah. Well, Thibodeau's going to be pretty darn good. I, I but, think so. I, 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 you know, I was, I was telling uh, Jack, uh, Jack and Matt last week when I was on with them, that one of the things I saw him do, I was impressed with what he did in the offseason. You know, he had a football camp in L.A., went back to his community hometown. And I think that's a sign of needing to do some things and being responsible. And then they're going to make a more impact um, this year on the football field. I think he's going to be ready. I, he yeah, came I, I think this. he's going to be okay. And this, yeah. the reason I bring this up is because now there's always something. People don't understand how hard it is to transition from college to the pros. It's, it's hard. Why, and I joke about it. There are, college teams couldn't beat NFL because you're playing against grown men. So Maxie Smith, Smith, the uh, number one pick for the Cowboys, uh, he's a defensive tackle. And that right. is a hard position to play on. The that is very hard. That's <laughs> why they, they, he getting a lot of reps right now, saying that they're playing him almost every quarter. 
Yeah, and he's getting hit from different directions. And yeah. you have to adjust. Uh, Georgia, the big guy they had that was 340 pounds last year they drafted and uh, as a top five pick, he struggled. Yeah. Now, the one they got is a different animal. This okay. Jalen Carter, but yeah, Jalen, 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 tough. Jalen, he got it. He, 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 yeah. he just kind of messed up before but, the draft. But other than that, he's one of the probably the best player in the draft. Yeah, but majority of players, especially when you play up front, come in and they, they're going to struggle a little bit that first year. I'll yeah. never forget, I had two and a half sacks my rookie year, I had 11 and a half my uh, second year. What made the difference? What made the difference? Understanding the speed of the game and understanding mm -hmm. how to play the game at a pro level. There's a difference. That's There's good. That's, difference. that's what people need to hear. They don't quite understand. The speed of the game is so different. Oh, it's like you're going from a dirt track to NASCAR. That's yeah. I mean, it is fast because you're playing against guys that have been playing uh, 10, 12, 13 years. And the decision-making out there is just like so – Yeah, you don't have it. Everything happens in a split second. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. You're exactly right. Yeah. And with grown men who try to take care of their families. So I would tell you a funny story. My, my daughter texted me this afternoon, and uh, my grandson went to practice today. She said the coach said, they look different. But I had my grandson for, over the weekend. Uh, the young one turned eight. So I had them out there running routes and stuff, and I was coaching them and teaching them the little, pre little, little this and little that. And she said, I don't know what happened to landing them, but they look different in practice. But I I had them out there in that 100-degree weather, and I made, them, I made them do some things that they should have been doing. And, and I'm just going to start coaching them. So it, it's, good to, it's good to see that. And kind of like Joy, Joy Porter. Joy Porter, you know, he played he, – he know the game from his daddy. You know, most guys that play, that have daddy that play, they better equipped to go out there and play football. Yeah, yeah, and that is true. That is true because like your son Jackson. I mean, he yeah. he, you know, he was around you, so that's, yeah, that's all he's ever known. Yeah, I mean, and things like that. But you're exactly right, and having that, you see things different than the normal coach would because you've experienced those things. Yeah. And yeah, and that's the thing, you know, and that's why you you can't have everybody trying to coach your kids early on because exactly if you get bad, you know, bad habits early, yeah, it's gonna be hard to break them. The one thing that I regret not doing was, and I always told him about it, but mm -hmm. I should have showed him was tackling because they were teaching teaching him bad tackling habits, mm -hmm. and he tore both pecs. And he's got titanium and rod. He's still playing, but he had to get them both repaired. But um, that's the biggest thing I saw is you got to know how to practice tackle pra properly if you're a defensive player. So what 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 would you what would be your insight on tackling? If yeah, so first of all, never lead with the crown of the helmet. Mm -hmm. Keep your head up and come through the tackle. Never reach out. Drive through it with your feet and your body as opposed to reaching and trying to, to grab them and because oh. uh, that's where you tear muscles what about the downfield shoulder for its target your target when you when you yes you okay. always go for that upfield shoulder and yeah. you drive through that upfield shoulder put your head mm -hmm. across right target and if uh say if you got a guy that's out running you you always try to clip the hips clip the uh heels 
yeah. and try to swipe at their heels and clip them. And you, see, what you just gave people is worth a million dollars, Jim. A lot of mm -hmm. people don't realize that. That's that's some key factors right there. Yeah, it is. It really is because that's the majority of your injuries to defensive player is poor fundamentals yeah. on tackling. Yep. And I watch a lot of Canadian football because uh, obviously my son is up there and I watch how they tackle and mm -hmm. that drives me up the wall. Yeah. Uh, That's why they miss so many tackles up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even in the NFL because they don't practice it properly anymore. Yeah. You don't have to kill each other. You just got to use the proper technique and form. It's all know? technique. It's all technique. You know, you once you get the technique down, it, it, it'll come like chewing bubble gum. Yeah, it is. It is. And you see the best players are usually physically gifted, and they can get away with some, but the majority of players can't get away with poor fundamentals. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So so I was telling my grandsons, I said, every football, whether it's Little League, uh, junior high, high school, college, NFL, have two points. Two points. So you're catching the point of the footballs. And then you, once you close your eyes and you can feel that ball, I can feel a ball right now, and I don't have it. I'm not. It's not nothing in my hand, but I know the weight of it. I know the, what it feels like, and I know it's two points on it. So Absolutely. once I tell my mind, point, point, point. Guess what? I'm gonna pick up the point. Now, regardless who's throwing the ball, how the ball is coming to me, I'm picking up the point. And guess what? Now you got your focus. Yeah. And once you get your focus, you know you should have a reason to drop a ball. Mm -hmm. It just takes, yeah. So it take it take take a little bit of programming, a little bit of reps, and 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 uh, a little bit of you know just a little, little bit of focus. You're right. You're right. Quick question for you: Both your um, your um, grandchildren run track, correct? Yeah. Uh huh. Well, this is the first time, and I think, ooh, I want to say ten years that the USA has a champion. She's from Dallas, Shakari Richardson. Yep. Uh, won the 100 meters. And Noah, I want to, I can't remember his last name, but he won the 100 meters in the men's. So we swept the 100 meters on both sides. Right. So. Yeah, I saw that. And, and that's pretty impressive. And the reason I say that, because a lot of football is a lot like track because of your get offs. The only mm -hmm. thing is, is, you have different directions. Obviously, you go and you don't go straight ahead. Right. Change directions, but there's speed and the get-offs are. And that's very true, Rick. That's very true. You got to wrap up. And you got to – we used to call it the, the crab claws because we grab. As once we tackle them, we crab them to make sure they couldn't get away. Some people, yeah. some people, to be honest with you, Rick, like Barry Sanders – Shoot, you just hope you got him down on the ground. You just sometimes you can't somebody touch was around you. He got so many. He got so many great reflexes. He, you yeah. know, he. It's hard to tackle him. Yeah, some and people. He low like down to the ground too. Yeah, the majority of people you could get on the ground, but then there was some people who were just natural. Uh, prime example was Otis Anderson. He yeah. was like just a big guy, and he had natural running abilities. Yeah, Emmitt Smith was hard to tackle. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Dorsett was the best I've ever seen because he was, he, so, he was bad. so smooth. He was a smooth, yeah, smooth. So, but I, I liked him, and Joe Morris was just a 
He wanted to fight you every play. Man, I was down, downfield blocking Joe ran up my butt. I said, damn, Joe, can you see? What the hell? I'm blocking for you down here. Uh, you know, all yeah. he did was turn around laughing. <laughs> I said, yeah. yeah. It just ran up my butt, you know? But yeah, it's, 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 you know, sometimes you can say some funny things out there on that football field. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. But back to um, Trey Lance, I hope he does. Maybe he needs to go to XFL. Maybe he needs to go to USFL or something to uh, get his confidence because he'll never have any confidence now. Well, that's one of, one of the things about football. Sometimes if you ain't ready and then you have to go through this hardship and you have to go through this learning curve, you might go somewhere else uh, because he have failed the test thus far. Yes. Now, one of the good examples that I see right now is Geno Smith. You know, Geno Smith was drafted. First well, round. Sam Darnold. This is Sam yeah. Darnold's third team. Yeah, yeah. And Baker Mayfield was the first player taken. Yeah, know? Baker Mayfield. And now he's getting the opportunity, and we're going to get to him a little bit uh, later. But right. uh, now he's getting the opportunity to start in Tampa, and we'll see what direction that. He's got one of the best receivers that's never talked about is Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a heck of a receiver. They had a kid down there this weekend, had an awesome weekend. His name is Trey Palmer. Uh-huh. Um, and he 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 had a he had a highlight 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 tape catch. Um, but that that's a, so he gonna have some receivers to throw the ball to. Yeah. Question for you, talking about receivers. And you said this last year. I had an argument on Sunday. They say C.D. Lamb is not a number one receiver. I disagree. Man, C.D. Lamb is legit. I'm telling you. Yes. He, he's legit. He just ain't been in the right offense. Yes. If he was in that Viking offense, a uh, couple of other offenses, the Cincinnati offense, shoot, yeah. he'd be tearing it up. But mm-hmm. I just think he they utilized him wrong the first two years. But now I think they used to using him right last year. He running crossing patterns. He, they, they give him different sets and different – uh, motion and and in the first two years he was at the same position and you and they dictated on where he was gonna go. So I just yeah. think I just think now they opening it up and I think with Mike McCarthy you'll see and he and Mike McCarthy is good. Dick Hill is um, and Rick uh, Adrian Peterson was a special one. He was one of those rare ones with the size and the speed. But do you think that they'll use him more like Devontae Adams? I think they're gonna have to, and, and just to open up the offense. But here's the thing: they got a guy that can uh, spread the uh, off defenses because he runs so and cooks. Oh yeah, Brandon Cooks can go. Really, yeah. the third receiver in Gallup. Yeah. And now it's Jalen Tobert is really coming on. They got four receivers that are going to be matchup problems. Jalen Tobert, he looks like a whole different player. <clears throat> you know. I think he 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 must have worked real hard in the offseason this year. Well which which shows right you know, that he's doing, you know, he so he got four good receivers. And I was just curious about that. I think C D Lamb is a, a top receiver in the league now. He wasn't before, but he's proven that he can I told him. you I told you he was a couple of years ago. I told, yes, I, I, I just think they didn't use him right and they didn't call it the plays that, that fit his talent skill set. I agree. I agree. And you can't have him in the same position the whole game. Mm-mm. He took that uh, defense can can yeah, cover that all day. You got to give credit to the defense too. Yeah, yeah, and it's easy to find him if you know where he's at. Absolutely, you try to get matchups and try to get him on somebody maybe 
the third uh, corner or the third, the slot guy. See, this is the deal with CD Lamb. You got to give him options on his pass route. Yeah. That's that's what Jefferson have. He have options, and and, and when you have options, that means you ain't got to run it full speed. You just yeah. run it off the defense. Mm-hmm. Take what the defense give you, he, and and that's what uh, Kurt Cousin them and, and and Jefferson do. They they take it off the yeah. as well as uh, Jamar uh, Chase. I mean. He he runs he run option routes. Yeah, and the next thing I was watching um, the Giants game against mm-hmm. Carolina. I know Carolina right now is struggling, but they do have a good defense, and the Hyatt kid is going to be pretty good. Yeah, I don't Hyatt. know until we get him into a game and he gets hit by the the top players. And I'm not saying that that is a negative. We don't know, but I'll tell you what: Waller can play. But one of the things I can tell you now. If Jalen Hyde keep playing the way he's playing, he's going to get his confidence up. And let me tell you yeah. something. Once a player gets his confidence, ain't no telling where he's going to land. I think, I, he'll be, I think he'll mature a little later in the season. I think right now he's in the top two or three receivers that came out of the draft. And I, I, and I, I figured that last year. I figured, it, I figured that coming out of the draft this year. I think Jalen uh, Hyde, was a, he, was a, he was one of those stolen steals. He was a steal. Oh, man. I'm I telling you. Cause you got that kid in Seattle who just broke his wrist. He's really good. He's good, but he, I mean, but he ain't too much better than Hot. Was it Jordan Addison um, from uh, that's at Minnesota? Is pretty good. And 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 Zane Flowers with the Vikings. Yeah, Zane Flowers. Yeah, yeah. Zane Flowers is with Baltimore, isn't he? Oh yeah, he was Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, we were Baltimore. I think. So he's yeah. pretty good no, he was the Vikings. I thought I thought he was the Vikings. No, Addison's with the Vikings. Well, I, Addison, that's right, Addison. Yeah, yeah, from USC. Yeah, and Flowers is with the uh, Ravens. And and Johnson is with the Chargers from TCU. Yeah, yeah. You haven't heard a lot about him. He's been kind of so so quiet. I think they uh, they not they not they got some good receivers over there. I just think they're taking their time with him. Yeah. But I, I got to give it – I watched it last week, and he does some nice things. But the guy that's going to help him the most is obviously Waller because he's still, you know, you can't take away a guy that's, what, 6'7", six, 6'6", six, six, and he runs really well. Oh, yeah. he And plus, they, what I love about the Giants, what they're doing with him, they're moving, they're moving him around. And uh, they play both tight ends too. They, they got tight ends. They got, they got different receiver sets. Yeah. Which opening up the uh, the uh, the offense, and what's going to be really good is they're going to get tested with the Jets this week. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, because Jets are with Quentin Williams, and that defense is pretty good. Yeah, He'll probably play a little bit there. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to play Saquon in the um, preseason. No, they don't, they don't need to play Saquon. It's just let him sit over there and get ready for them Cowboys. <laughs> That's what they're doing with. Um, uh, Powell, Tony Pollard, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, Tony Pollard, yeah. Yeah, they're doing the You same. know who look good? Deuce. Deuce look pretty good. He does look good, but he's not playing against the number one guys. I understand that, but but what I like about him is his running instincts. And he's hard. He's kind of hard to hit, you know. He, he yeah, because you can't find him. But, but you know, he, mean, he, he, he does do, but I like the other kid better, Rico. Dow, but I yeah, Rico Dow is not bad. But what what I'm saying is, at least they got some some different change up with this with this 
with the talent, with the skill sets. See, everybody puts him to Sproul, but Sproul had exceptional speed. Deuce doesn't have exception. He is a tough, hard-nosed guy, but he doesn't have that that difference maker speed. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. But you never know. I he'll help him. So yeah, I think yeah, I think they're gonna have they're gonna be pleased with bringing them in from time to time, having a different feel for the offense. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Um Right now, if you look at the oh, we got to talk about the Ravens. Uh, the la- the first time in what twenty four games they lost uh, preseason game, yeah, by one game, one point to Washington. Now everybody has Washington going to the uh, Super Bowl. How they saying how was a great quarterback? Yeah. He had two hundred some yards. So yeah, he is a good quarterback. But you got to remember, this is what I'm talking about. What you can't. We got to remember about preseason is is that Howe wasn't playing against Baltimore's first string defense. He was playing against their second and third third because they kept him in the game. And another thing too, you talk about analysts, but oh now, oh, huh? Mac, they called you NFL analysts. Oh well, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> no, but but this priest to me, preseason is thirty percent. Yeah, 30%. But you talking about when the season talk, it's going from 30% to 100%. It's That's just right. like night and day. That's what I'm saying. That's right. And this, then we'll find out what the enemy's effect is on that offense. Yeah. The they did lose um, Terry McLaren. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, I saw that. Toe. He hurt his toe. And they don't Kool-Aid. know. You're a Kool-Aid drinker. <laughs> uh, I'm leaving. And you I'm know what? Leaving. He's a He's a blue Kool-Aid drinker at that, blue. I am leaving. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. I wow. like that Kool-Aid drinker. I can't believe he said that. That's a good oh, nickname for you. Well, I'm sending out for more pay. I was kind of was going to let everything go, but I'm going to have to have a bigger contract now since I got to buy more Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you put lemon in your Kool-Aid? Yes. Yeah, I bought some lemons today. Yeah. I'm gonna say I, I can send you a couple of lemons and put in that Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Kool-Aid drinker. Mm-hmm. I can't um, the um Giants have struggled against that, you know that. Here we go again. I'm just saying, I, I it's fact. That game gonna be so good. I'm just gonna be sitting there and just licking my chops. <laughs> there he goes. I like that. Although Mark uh Demarcus Ware today found out that he was gonna be in the ring of honor, which is unusual. He'll be the only player in history of the Cowboys that didn't win a Super Bowl with the Cowboys that's on in the ring of honor. That's interesting. And he said that, and it's interesting because Jerry, I don't know what he's doing. He said that Romo and Jalen, I mean, um, Jason Witten is going to be in it too. And they didn't win a Super Bowl. He does, uh, you know, that's pretty interesting. And still, Jimmy Johnson is not in. Jerry getting soft, man. He getting soft. He must. He must. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I'm going to ask him about that. Yeah, ask him about it, Jim. But everybody in there, even more wears won a Super Bowl. He won it with the Broncos. So, Jim, when when you want me to go to the game with you? When you want me to go to the game? I'm with going you? to the Giants game. Me and you. Okay. okay. 
already got that. I'm wearing my giant shirt. Okay, well, you wear it. You I know wear it. I'm gonna wear it. Yeah, I'm gonna wear it. But hey, if you get beat up, I ain't helping you. Man, I'm you know what I'm I might gonna, jump in. That's the this that's the week I'm gonna lift. I'm gonna be worked out. <laughs> and if anybody say something to me, I'm gonna bust them upside the head. Yeah. Our producer is so excited because he's going to the Giants game tomorrow. Or not tomorrow. Friday. It's Friday, right? Is it I think it's Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, let's see. They play, yeah, I think they do play Saturday. Yeah, the Giants just game. Yeah, and he's going with a avid Jets fan. So this <laughs> should be interesting. But he's going with the best person, really. His wife Linda. And she's a Vikings fan, but she's just putting up with But she that. just says she's a she's a giant fan too, though. Yeah. She, she, no, she's she, not a giant fan. He's a heavy giant believer fan. That's why I know. He just does that to keep peace in the house. <laughs> he knows he's a Vikings fan. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage, they're probably arguing now. Do you really do that? Do you really do that to keep peace in the house? You're a Giants fan too. And she's, yeah, I'm a Giants fan. Rolling her eyes. <laughs> Go Giants, big blue baby. A uh, little blue, yep. <laughs> oh, there's um some things going on too. Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. running back for his. Is, what I, is he I, asking for a trade or what? What's going he's on? He's asking for it, and there's supposedly two teams that have made an offer. But here's my problem with the whole thing, and maybe you can explain it to me. Do you need a marriage counselor? Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, maybe you can explain this to me. Um, Jonathan Taylor is asking for it. He has not practiced this also, uh, season yet because of a ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Jim say said they weren't going to pay him anything else. But they want multiple draft picks to trade him. So I don't understand this. Here's a guy that has not practiced. He's been rehabbing an ankle injury, and they say he has some back issues. And now you want to trade him for multiple picks? And they were asking with the Cowboys, and Jerry said, no, we don't. we'll stick with what we got. And this right. is – I'd be scared as heck to have him because can he pass the physical? Exactly. And he, he not – he probably – well, I think he's – he just maybe said something about that ankle injury just to try to go ahead and get his contract renegotiated. I think, think that's what it was. Doing. I think that's what you're doing, but you, it don't take long to get that ankle back. You know, but up to 100. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a it's, weird situation. And plus, you're coming out of the off season. You ain't like you've been, you know, you've been playing games already. That's so true. I'm taking that just that just maybe a excuse to, so he can maybe not go back, or he's going to get traded, uh, or move on. Mm-hmm. So I, I just was curious about that because. I don't know what um, his alternate, alternative mode or the coach. Why are you going to trade this guy? Who is going to take him? I'd be scared as heck to take him for multiple picks. But, you know, somebody get 1,800 yards. I agree with you there, but how healthy is he? I don't think I think this guy is healthy. I, I just think he he's just saying anchor injury because maybe he might have sprung his ankle or something like that. But, you know, I think it's. I think he's fine. Yeah. I think he's ready to go. And a couple other things. Um, Russell Wilson hasn't looked very impressive this preseason. 
Russell Wilson hadn't looked good since he left Seattle. Uh, yeah. So. I would be nervous a little bit. He that said, might be a problem, man. He said he doesn't feel pressure, uh, but he doesn't run from it. He said, I look forward to it. So this is going to be interesting to see what happens because Peyton will get uh, Peyton will bench him quick. Oh yeah, he don't have no patience. He he yeah. definitely it's all about winning with him. It's yeah. what they be done for me lately. It's just like he he gonna find out whether or not he gonna be ready to play. Yeah, and then C.J. Stroud is gonna start um, the Texans um, final preseason game. But here's my question to you: He he hadn't looked good to me. Yeah, he has struggled, but name the last Ohio State quarterback that's had a lot of success in the NFL. Well, nobody but Fields right now. Well, Justin Fields hasn't really had a lot of success. He's a phenomenal he, athlete, and I think he is. He, but he hasn't had a lot of in, uh, team success, I should say. And yeah, I he think, yeah. I, I think I think I think too his his team. Wasn't strong enough to win a whole lot of games, and now I think now they they're in a little bit more uh, better situation to be more yeah. competitive, be more. So I, but just, I like Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a real deal. I'm telling. Yeah, you. but but he hasn't had a lot of success in there, and then you got Stroud, and I mean there hasn't been a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, it, but then you could say um, really they've been good. They've been good college quarterbacks, but they haven't played that well. Behind that is because of. Um, Offensive lines were really good for the Alabamas, the Ohio States, and yeah, teams like that. So in Georgia now, because they had such, you know, they have number one draft picks, and uh, all those teams have number one draft picks in the offensive line. Yeah, so it gives them you know, a little bit of an advantage in college. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's just a question I had. Yeah, they they quarterbacks hadn't had a whole lot of success, but I, I just nope. I, I just some seemed like there's something missing with them. Mm-hmm. So I was just there, and then um, um, Jonathan Taylor has till next Tuesday to get traded, and like I said, there's only two teams that I don't know. Supposedly yeah. one is Miami. Miami. Yeah. Maybe get Jonathan Taylor, man. I'm gonna have to put Miami in my hat and go to the Super Bowl. You think that? I'll be honest with you. Now there was a big, um, a little bit of a brouhaha with Tua and Ryan Clark about um, Ryan Clark said that Tua didn't work hard this year, uh, this off season, and Tua told him to keep his name out of his mouth. Well. You know, Ryan Clark, man, a former player usually don't say a whole lot. But, you know, it's just that uh, sometimes you can piss people off. And uh, and if you don't know whether or not they've been working hard in the offseason, then you shouldn't be saying things that you don't really know about. Well, what's his name? Slim Shady? Mm-hmm. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, is it? Mm-hmm. He's the one who pees people off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he always says something – crazy and then um this happened this and this is what happens with it you got to be careful because um the receiver um from buffalo uh stefan stephen smith said that he wanted these his sources 
told him he wanted to get out of there. What? And he he had to say, no, that's not true. He said, I love it in Buffalo. I'm part of the Bills Mafia and stuff in there. Well, sometimes rumors get to spread, and so that might have been just a rumor. Yeah. But Arch Easter, he really didn't make it. He was too busy gambling on games, Rick. Yeah. But he was probably, yeah, he was a high draft pick who struggled because he was in Indianapolis, of all places. Yeah, he's a, yeah, from Ohio State. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But not very many, Rick, not very many have had success in the NFL. And you can look at a lot of teams, Alabama. You know, well, I think Justin Field is going to be the first one that really has the most success out yeah. of Ohio State. I think there's a possibility. Alabama's had some that have been good quarterbacks, maybe not, you know, Joe Namath was the best one still. But, I mean, Kenny Stabler, the, I mean, Kenny Stabler was a tremendous quarterback. He the was snake. Out. The snake, baby. Snake, yeah. It was an honor to sack him. <laughs> so who was your first sack against? It was against um, Kansas City. And I wanted, it wasn't named um, Montana. And, uh, God, I can't remember his name. But it was against Kansas City. Okay. And, so that was my first sack in the NFL. Hmm. Yeah, so but yeah, you know, it's 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 getting exciting and it's getting kind of where the season is coming close and you're starting to see there's gonna be some uh, surprises now. Every year there is some team always a surprise. Some teams oh, that no, the, the, the the quarterback was Bill Kennedy. No, it wasn't Bill Kenny. I thought it was Bill Kenny. No, it was somebody else. It, was, it wasn't Kenny, I don't think. Huh. In 1980, uh, it would have been 83. Okay. John, John, oh no, that's the coach. Because they had Todd Blackledge, but he didn't play. Yeah, Todd Blackledge, he was in our draft class. Yeah, he was in our draft class, but he didn't play that year. It might have been Bill Kenny. It might have been. Yes, it was Bill Kennedy. Yeah. He's the quarterback in 84. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things, even though the season, I didn't even know that Christian Wilkinson was holding out for the Miami. I didn't know Dolphins. either. Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And then. Um, but you know what? Miami Dolphins look pretty good this weekend. Yeah, they do. They do. But I think there's a, not losing. Um, Jalen Ramsey is going to hurt him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And having Eli Apple as the uh, guy that's taking his place. So, so Ramsey, what do you, what do you injured? He, uh, had a, want to say, didn't he have a knee injury? Okay. I don't, I didn't know. I don't know which yeah, one. But he's out until the later part, latter part of the season. Yeah. So I think that's going to hurt him. They're going to score some offense. What are you, 32, 33, something like that? I don't think he is that old. I think he's in his early 30s or late 20s. Wow. No, he's been around for a while. Yeah. And then they also, um, Chris Jones from the Kansas City Chiefs is saying that he's not coming back until the eighth game, which means that he has to come back the week of the eighth game. Tarkenton, okay. yes, Rick. Tarkenton retired. I played against um, uh, 
the kid, the guy from Rice. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey. Kramer, Brett Favre, and Randall Cunningham was the quarterbacks, Rick. We didn't play uh, Minnesota a lot, Rick. And in 15 years, we we played them later on as we got really good, but for the most part, we didn't. Jalen Ramsey is 28. Okay. I would agree, Rick. I would agree, Jack. I would agree because he, Devontae Adams, embarrassed him. How are you doing today, Jack? Hey, Jack. Jack, your buddy Rick's here, and he gave me a compliment. Jack's a, Jack's a big Jets fan. Jets and the Giants. Just gonna get they they gonna get their hat handed to him this weekend. We're gonna pull out these jerseys. We're gonna pull out these jerseys right here on there. We're gonna, we're gonna put that over that green, cover that green up. <laughs> Gang green. Yeah, yeah. He's excited about the Jets. I I'm I'm happy for you. You got a lot to cheer for this year. I'm excited for the Jets to see what's gonna I happen. Too. I'm, I'm I'm happy because it's been, you know, in my lifetime, the Jets have only really been outstanding one time. Oh, he said Jack is the one who muted you. Jack did. Mac is who muted me. Yep. <laughs> Mac did. He said going to be payback. Yeah. Second game of the year after Monday Night Football, guess where the Jets go? Cowboys. They coming down here. They coming down here to be, this hot state. This, yep. this heat. It's heat down here, boy. Ooh, I it's that. a different kind of heat than up in uh, – <laughs> The Northeast. I was out there running today. I was just thinking about those Jets coming out here the second seat, second game of the season. <laughs> that green gonna turn to sweat. That sweat gonna melt. And guess what? Them cowgirls gonna be like, we'll see what happens. I ain't gonna say we're gonna win. After we take care of the little giants. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see what happens though. Oh, I think this is. Um... <laughs> oh man, the most muted member of the NFL Big Football Show. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Jack be talking about flag football. That's probably why. Oh my goodness, boy! Now, Jack know, my... Hey, Jack knows stuff though. You got to give him yeah, he stuff. He knows stuff. He does. They won't be 6 or 11 or 7, 10, Jack. I'm telling you. Pags doesn't even know if he's going or coming. He's so used to being in second place. Hey, if they if, if they be six, it. hey, if they be six and eleven or seven and ten, they're gonna be they're gonna fire the coach midseason. Oh, yeah. There's no question about it. McCartney fighting for his job, but Jamie Paganelli, he's used to being in second place. Billy, where were they? They got to the Champion World Series, second place. Philadelphia Eagles, second place. I got more rings than the Eagles have. So take that. <laughs> You're wrong for that. You are wrong for that. <laughs> uh, but um, I had, to take a sip on that. I had to take a sip on that. 
<laughs> it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good year. Like I said, there's gonna be some teams that nobody's gonna expect. Yeah, uh, a lot of guys were mentioning Seattle is there. I think Seattle is good offensively, but they got some issues. I'm still gonna say the the Chargers gonna surprise some people. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at your bandwagon. The Atlanta Falcons, they gonna be. I told you. They the reason why I said Atlanta Falcons, I did my homework. Guess what? What? The offensive line is one of the best offensive line. I in told the world. you. I mean, shoot. You better look then, at the offensive line. You know who their coach is? Yeah, Smith. Smith. And you know who Arthur Smith's son is, our father is. Yeah, FedEx. Yeah. So he can pay off anybody to get what he wants. And they can fly around the country in no time flat. That's right. But I told you, I watch out. I don't think I watched the Saints, and I think the Saints are good, but can they sustain? Because they're a little older team. I think the Saints will be okay with David Carr. And I think it's going to come down between the Saints and the Falcons to win that division. I think Tampa Bay's got some issues. I think, um, obviously, Tampa Bay ain't going to be doing too much in that. Carolina's going to be a struggle. I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, interesting do. team. I watched them is uh, Tennessee. They seem to find a way. I don't know how much talent they have, but they seem to find a way. And you, another one you mentioned, Julio Jones. No, it's not Julio Jones, is it? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Really good preseason. Yeah, he. I think the Titans going Titans don't look bad at all. Yeah. Yeah they they got some they got some depth. Yeah, yeah, Rick. Uh, David Carr's having a good preseason. He looks sharp. So. Sometimes I, all you need is just a new atmosphere. A new. Yeah. So he might he might be the one to be the, the the factor that's get them over the hump. Yeah, and the big thing with the uh, Saints is going to be health, Rick. They're going to have to make sure they stay healthy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Michael just, Thomas and those guys need to stay healthy. They he hadn't played in two years, so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be the thing. And that's the biggest thing in the NFL now in these days. And if you do have an injury, you got to have somebody that's comparable or comp, um, that can hold up the position until you get your number one back. Like Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is there. Ooh, Jack. I disagree. Timber, though, you're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna be like saying I fired in Matt Sir that Timber is pretty good. Yeah, he's gonna be yeah, really good. Timber gonna be good. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be all right. I'll bet Jack $50 that Timber is gonna get a sack the first game of the year against the Cowboys. Ooh, I don't think that's gonna happen. Cause this Dang, is the first year. Who that who that right tackle for Tyron Smith? I, he the right tackle? Yeah, a uh, right tackle, but he plays left. I know. I mean, Tib Thibodeau's right end, so the left tackle he go against the left tackle. He's a left. I he's thought, a right end. I thought he was left end. No, he's a right end. Hmm, they so moved. Oh, they moved. And that Steel Terrence Steel is back now. Okay, Steel's slow though. Terrence Steel, he looks slow. He's the slowest guy on the offensive line, I think. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah, baby. You're losing it, Byron. I'm not losing. I, I, I watch it. I've been watching the Cowboys. I don't know how you come up with these bizarre statements. You watch what I tell you. If you want to get a sack against the Cowboys, you're going to go on that left side. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, here's something that's going to make you really mad. What you mean? You know, Bill Barnwell works for ESPN. And he says, predicting four teams likely to decline in the 2023 season. What four teams did he first say? Team, I didn't say this, Rick. His first team is the Minnesota Vikings. Absolutely. Yeah. And he said they're going to, they were 13 and four last year. And they should lose three more games this year. So that they're going to lose, they're going to lose more than three more games because Devin Cook will, uh, Devin Cook took him out of the cellar. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm just telling you. So, Rick, don't get mad at me. And then number two is the New York football giants. And what do you mean by that? They don't think they're going to have a – I'm not rumor. It's on ESPN. I think and the Giants going to be okay because they uh, – 9-7-1 last year, and they think they're going to lose – Six more games, which I don't agree with. No, they'll, they'll win 10 games. They'll win 10 games this year. I'm just telling you. And okay. then the other team is the Philadelphia Eagles. The one, one thing, then this is my argument. Nobody agrees with me, but I've been in this situation. Philadelphia is going to have to stay healthy, and things are going to have to. A.J. Brown, he's had knee injuries. So you don't know, but I hope he doesn't. But. Philadelphia is going to have to have tremendous health to do what they did last year. Oh, yeah. They're the most talented team. Yeah, so. I agree with that. I agree with that. I and think Philadelphia probably win 12, 11 or 12 games, though. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then the last one is the Pittsburgh Steelers. But they've been saying this forever. And Mike Tomlin. Never had a losing season. Never had a losing season. So you know they're going you know they to get the 9 or 10 games. So you might as well just put it, up, put, put it on there. Nine or ten for the Steelers. Yeah. So yeah. Now. Now you did say Cleveland Brown might have a chance. Did you say that? No, I didn't. I think Deshaun Watson is going to have a better year. Okay. But I think I think Cleveland will be better than they were last year. But I don't think I think that's one of the toughest divisions in professional football. <laughs> <laughs> The Vikings, the Vikings going to be, they're going to be, hey, if Green Bay might beat the Vikings. Uh, that's a possibility. I know. I, I I like Green Bay, too. I'm pulling for uh, Jordan Love. I'm pulling for him, so. But you know what? People don't realize this. It's hard to win back-to-back -back seasons in the NFL. That's my point, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. It it's is hard. really hard to you win. That's why nobody has won the NFC East twice since two thousand. So that means that means that means the Eagles might have a might have a little stumbling block somewhere. Exactly, and the last team to do it was the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, it did. What oh three oh four or something like that. Uh, it was yes, two thousand three, two thousand four. So yeah, imagine that. So that's I'm not saying that everybody thinks I'm getting on. You know. 
I think every team in the NFC East is better. Yeah. I think the Giants are better. I think the Cowboys are better. I think the Eagles are better. And I think um, – oh, here we go. The yeah, NFC North team would be 9-8, and 8-9. Eight, eight and nine. I don't think – I don't think – who would that see, Marie? I don't know. I know it is. Now, the NFC, uh, the winners of, of that division will probably win at least 11 games, at least 11. Yeah, the team I think is a little bit overrated, and you're going to probably disagree with me, is Detroit. Because Detroit still has some holes. They still have a lot of holes. And I don't think – I think Green Bay is a, a better team than them. I think Detroit has talent now, but I don't think they, you know. And also, uh, they Detroit's quarterback is pretty good. He's better than people ever gave him credit for. But oh, yeah. Some people yeah. are going to miss some games. Jack, they didn't shut me down, buddy. I had four and a half. So I, shoot, I lived off the of Eagles. I love going to play the Eagles. You was eating a lot of bird. Yeah, I'm a chicken hawk, Jack. I love chicken. So <laughs> Eagles was my chicken for the day. <laughs> you, you, you like the pos- you like uh Bill Sims too, I think. Yeah, yeah. Look at Jack. Google how many times that um <laughs> I sacked Randall Cunningham. I never sacked um Tom Jaworski. most of the time I played it. But Ryan targeted you. Targeted. He did target me. He uh, had some. Jack been doing his homework too. Yeah, Jack. Jack is sharp now. Don't let him fool you. Jack is sharp. He writes great articles. You need to read his articles on the boxing matches. Yeah, I got Muhammad Ali back there too. So yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't know that I can box. I used to beat up everybody in my neighborhood. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I can see you running home right now. <laughs> I was a bully. Oh, yeah, yeah, I never was a bully. I, I, I took, I whooped a boy. I said, your mom and them should have whooped you. I'm going to take my bed off, and I whooped them all the way home. Oh, and then God. I got to school. I did. And, uh, when I got to school the next day, the principal said, Barry, come on in here. And he told my butt up. See? But I, but I, but That's I. That's what bullies get. But I beat Marcus. I had, I, I told Marcus, but up with that belt, I tell you that I gave him a whooping that he needed. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You're just a mean guy, fully Byron. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I can't wait to see what's going to happen this weekend with the Giants and the Jets. Well, it doesn't matter. Oh, with the Giants and the Jets, I can't wait either. Yeah. I just want to see what the I already got the I already got the game recorded. You know what? Because really, I know we'll see. Mac I want to watch real close what happened in the first two quarters. I, I would say the first, yeah, uh, fifteen and yeah, the first forty minutes of the game, mm-hmm. first cha- first quarter, and the second, maybe the half of the second quarter. I want to see what happened. I want to see what what it looked like. Mm-hmm. I was um, off a thing a little bit. Looking at the Little League World Series, mm-hmm. Tennessee has a guy named uh, Tyrone McKenzie uh, Jr. And his father, we coached together at Colorado. He coached at um, the Rams when they won the Super Bowl. He coached at Minnesota. What and position did he coach? Uh, he was a um, linebacker coach. Okay. And he coached in Miami last year. 
and his son is playing in the Little League World Series. They'd be getting beat five to three right now in the top of the six. So they're probably done. So I was looking at that real quick. Yeah, it's hard to come back in the Little League games. They, yeah. they got some skilled players out there. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. So, but hey, um, it is getting close to that time. It is getting close. Well, I'm so glad. This I, is the last I, I gotta go. I gotta go get in a cold water plunge because you guys have been beating me up today. Y'all are well, just, you didn't, hey, hey Jim, look at it like this. You didn't get muted. That's because. Well, I'm not saying anything because the person that controls the mute button can still mute me. Oh so. man, I ain't you ain't no, I, I want to do that to you, Jim. I believe you. I believe you like just trying to say some mean things. I didn't say anything mean. I have not said anything mean. I even complimented a giant Thibodeau. Yeah, that's good. I well, did. The good thing about it, you know, you know, Sterling Sharp. You know, good, you know, defensive player. That's the good thing about it, Jim. You do that. You know, you yeah. know, good, good players. And I played with Sterling's dad. Was crazy about his dad. Now his dad was a good man. Okay. We played together at the Cowboys. Good man. So, but um, yeah, I, I think the Giants are going to be pretty. I don't agree with what they said on ESPN about the Giants. I think the Giants are going to be a good team. Most of those guys on ESPN. It's good to see. You know what, Jim. It's good to hear them say that because most of the time they are wrong on ESPN when they're trying to predict stuff. So that's good that they said that. Oh, I thought we were going. I thought we kind of got out quick today. But, hey, I don't have anything else. You got anything else? You got any problems? Who? Yeah. No, I'm just getting ready for my golf tournament. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't make it because I already had prior things that were going on. What you got? I got to go get my teeth clean, and I got a business meeting. On uh, September? Yeah. The, it's August. What's your golf tour? I thought it was August. September 25th. No. September 20, I, I think I can make that. Yeah, you ain't got nothing to do. Yeah, I thought I'm it was gonna, August 20th. No, you're going to be down in the dumps because the Cowboys will be probably 0-2, something like that. <laughs> it's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. It's time no, it's to go. It's September. It's September. I got too many haters here. It's only me and Rick, and we're, we're dodging and throwing yeah, punches Rick. and trying to make Vikings. Everybody's hating on the Vikings and the Cowboys. Yeah, that's that's two good teams to hate on. Huh? Two good teams to hate on. Yeah, because they're so good. And they're both won't be successful. And we'll be watching the Jets. Aaron hey, Rodgers. I talked to I talked to two sponsors. It's a car dealership. Uh um, yeah. Infinity want to talk to you. And then we're gonna uh, hair loss for men. Uh they wanna they said they're gonna <laughs> tap us, get us the chip. There's, there's no hope for me. I'm too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, put on a wig. Put on a wig. <laughs> I might have to put on a wig. <laughs> That's all. <only thing. laughs> but it's time to go. It's it's been a great time. And if I come out in Afro, don't believe it's not my hair. It's a wig. <laughs> Absolutely. Week number three, preseason game, baby. Getting close to the regular three. season. That's the Giants this week. And they play in the season too. So we'll see. 
Have a good time, Matt. Hey, have a good time.